This podcast is supported by Understood Explains. As parents, we are often having to figure out things as we go, and that is very true for our children's education. And to help you out, I want to tell you about a podcast called Understood Explains. This season is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Uliana Ortube, and she discusses all the things you'd want to know about individual education plans, or IEPs, what they are, why they're needed, who benefits from them, and what to expect when you have meetings with teachers. I could have really used this podcast when my son had an IEP for speech when he was six. I was overwhelmed trying to understand the process and what everything meant. The episode on Understood Explains, Does My Child Need an IEP?, was the kind of info that would have really helped me get the most out of the educational support of the IEP for my son. And if you need that kind of support, I really recommend this podcast. To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's Understood Explains. Welcome to Mom and Mind. This is a podcast all about perinatal mental health and wellness, related to conception, pregnancy, birth, loss, postpartum, and new parenthood. But more than that, we aim to deepen our truths, shed light on real issues, speak about our pain, feel understood, and offer a path to healing. We raise the volume on these topics in hopes that someday everyone will have the support and information that they deserve before they need it. Please note this podcast is not a replacement for treatment by a professional or professional training. Welcome back to Mom and Mind. I'm your host, Dr. Kat. On today's episode, I'm going to speak a little bit to the client experience. What a lot of the moms that I meet with and a lot of the moms that I know who go to seek out therapy for perinatal mental health related issues, um, some of the things that they go through. And the very first thing I would like to say about them is how brave they are, how strong they are, how amazing it is that they've come to a point where they recognize that something's not quite right or something is very wrong and they seek help, they seek support, they reach out, and not just to me, but to other therapists. This is, I'm speaking of all of the moms who really reach out and try and figure out what's going on for themselves, get the help and support they need to try and feel better. We live in a world that's getting more used to the idea of psychotherapy and that it's okay to reach out to get help for your mental well-being the same way that you would for your physical well-being. Uh, But there's still a ton of stigma uh, that a lot of people are fighting against to come and get the help that they need, sometimes even within their own families, either, you know, partners who don't understand it or parents who don't understand it. I just know that what I see every day with Uh, the clients that I meet with and the moms who come to the support group, they're really trying. And even when they are feeling their weakest, they're so strong. It's just a different kind of strength than what we've become accustomed to expecting when we hear the word strength. I see these moms coming up against really difficult 
challenges and the transition to parenthood just on its own really has a tendency of putting a huge mirror in front of you. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. (laughs) Well, you're Amy more of a we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel like you're the martyr in your family? You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a No Guilt Mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model so that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt-free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the No Get Mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. And reflecting back some some of your own stuff, some of the issues that maybe you have not dealt with yet in your life, or even some of the ones you did deal with, and here they're coming back up in this brand new light. And oftentimes those issues are sort of magnified as if you're looking through these past issues through a magnifying glass. So not only are you confronted with how you're doing with the transition into motherhood and parenthood, but you're also having to potentially reflect on lots of stuff that you really don't want to be thinking about. And for right now, I'm speaking primarily about the moms who have trauma in their past, um, which so many of us do. And I'm not speaking about trauma like near-death experiences necessarily, although that is possible. Um, speaking about trauma anywhere from PTSD, where there's a diagnosis and you're having Uh, symptoms of post-traumatic stress to the other types of trauma that maybe nobody else sees. Maybe it was that mom's particular experience that she felt traumatized by, but nobody else really understands. And more deeply than that, I'm talking about things that happened in childhood, things that happened while growing up that all of a sudden you're sort of dealing with unexpectedly. When I talk about motherhood in general, My sense is that once you have a child, it sort of blows your heart wide open and uh, makes you feel vulnerability in a way that maybe you haven't before or in a long time. It may make you anxious and worried in a way that you haven't before or in a very long time. And it may make you feel more deeply and or be in touch with feelings that you were once disconnected from. 
And sometimes those moms who come in for therapy, and, and I'm saying moms because that's primarily who I meet with, but this can happen for, for partners and for dads as well. When those things come back up, those issues from childhood or, or in your past, when they come up, it can feel really disorienting. It can feel very confusing. And then oftentimes people are having their feelings out of context. So they might be feeling things that, that feel familiar that are from their past, but they're having them now in this new context of new motherhood. It's very confusing. And to, to make a choice to come in and deal with that stuff is, I think, honorable. Sometimes I'm not sure if it's totally a choice to, to come in for therapy, but it's more realizing that something is not right and they're just trying to figure out what's going on. And this is one way to figure that out. Sometimes I wish I could record the therapy sessions that I have with these moms. It's just amazing when they are able to push through some of these really difficult things, put pieces together from their history that that help them understand themselves better now, to see the healing and recovery that happens over time for moms. And sometimes it's just even within that first session when they feel finally heard and understood and somebody is taking the time to really listen and not judge them, how very powerful that is. That's part of the beauty of therapy, uh, but it's also the work of therapy is coming in and saying the things that maybe you're not saying to anybody else or that you haven't said yet to anybody else. And I hear so often from moms that, especially moms who think they're bad mothers or feel bad about their own thoughts and what they're, you know, feel inadequate as mothers that once they say those thoughts out loud, um, and they can reflect on it. It just sounds different. Almost like hearing themselves helps them put into place the reality of the situation that actually their feelings are that they are bad mothers, but hearing it out loud themselves, you know, sometimes people will say, well, that sounds silly or that's ridiculous. Or at least when I can reflect back to them, how many good things they're doing as a mother it really breaks down those self-perceptions and beliefs in a really positive way. I suppose I should say that because I'm a therapist, my, my bias is that most people would benefit from coming into therapy. And this isn't necessarily a plug for therapy, but <laughs> you can take it that way. Um, I will, I'll go ahead and, and plug it, but that's not the point of, of what I'm talking about today. It's just that not everybody gets to see the incredible power and strength and transformation that happens for moms when they're in a healing environment, when they're getting the problem-solving support that they need. And I'm just, every week, I'm struck by the amount of courage it takes and, and strength it takes to come in week after week for some of the moms and in the support group even to come in and want to talk about difficult things want to reach out and get this support and get this help. And for those of you who are listening who are therapists, you know already how powerful it is to see the change. And this is part of the honor that we have as therapists to sit with people and support them in their healing process. It's just phenomenal. It's amazing. And I'm honored every week to do this with people. I get excited for them when they're excited and moving past their pain and, and into their life. And it's, it's such a powerful process. I just so wish that, you know, everyone could, 
could get a glimpse of it and see what happens when moms heal. And part of the reason why I'd love to be able to share this with other people is because they, they think there's you know still a lot of difficulty for quite a few people in the idea of reaching out to a therapist. As I said before, the stigma is real. The perceptions of what it means to go to therapy, that you have to be crazy to go there, or something has to be seriously wrong with you if you go to therapy. And frankly, I see this the spectrum. I see people who want to come in for just you know self-improvement, and they're functioning pretty well, but there's a couple of areas they'd like to just work on, and that's admirable. And if you want to have a spectrum, there are there are people who are suffering so much that they're questioning whether they want to live or not. And that is incredibly painful for them. And yet they come to therapy still because there is that glimmer of hope. There is something driving them to get the help and the support that they need. And I just so wish that, you know, the people who are on the fence about coming in for help, if they could be reassured that when you're in working with a good therapist, good things happen. You know, even in our, uh, most of our informed consent for psychotherapy, we need to let people know that things get a little bit harder or they could get a little bit harder before they get better. Because usually when you're coming in for therapy, you're starting to talk about all the things that you've been avoiding talking about. Uh, So yeah, it's going to bring up some feelings, but there's such power in letting that out. There's such transformation in not keeping it bottled up anymore. There's so much more positive potential for you when you can allow that kind of the toxic feelings out, allow someone to sit with you and witness and hold your pain with you, support you to transform that into power, into a different kind of strength, into deeper knowledge about yourself, into more connected relationships with other people. You know, moms who are pregnant or or had a birth trauma or coming in postpartum or all of the above, you know, they're in an incredible state of transition. uh, And it can often be hard to know which way is up and so tired and hard to form sentences sometimes, hard to even understand how you yourself feel, let alone explain to a partner how you're doing because you literally can't put words together sometimes. Your brain is so foggy. And to go to a therapist who's trained in perinatal mental health, who can help you understand what's actually happening and give you some context about why you might be feeling the way you feel, it can help transform that feeling from, it's just me, I'm a bad mom, there's something wrong with me, into, oh, right, I feel this way because I haven't slept in you know however many weeks, because I had a difficult birth, because I feel guilty that I can't produce enough milk for my child, that um, my partner is unsupportive, or that my partner is doing everything they can to support us, but they're not here, Um, or any variation of that. For the moms who are listening who haven't yet reached out for support or help, please do. Um, You don't have to suffer. You absolutely don't have to do this by yourself. There are quite a few resources out there. Um, postpartum.net is one of them, but there are so many. I just want to reassure you that even if you had have had a difficult past, 
um, that you don't have to be tied down to it. Um, you can free yourself of things that have happened that might be coming up for you in this period of time during pregnancy or after birth or in the postpartum period with your new baby. Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? Play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Co., and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips. Or if you've had a loss, there are ways, there are people who are trained to help and support you through this period of time. So I don't know, maybe I'm sort of preaching to the choir. Maybe everyone who listens here um, is kind of already in tune with mental health stuff because this is a perinatal mental health podcast. But for those of you who are in touch with who do get it and who are in touch with moms who might not have this information, we have to reach out to them in whatever way. Even if they don't go to therapy, they need support and they need to know that those of us who know what's going on, they need to know we're out here and that we understand and that they are not alone. That is the, the pervasive and important message through perinatal mental health is really really letting all of these moms and dads and partners and families know that they are not alone. And with the right help, they will get better. I've seen it. It happens. It happened to me. I am better. I'm fine. I just really wish we could get this, you know, the message of of hope and the message of healing out to moms who are struggling and who are feeling alone. So, on some level, this, this podcast is in honor of all of my clients um, who work so hard and for all of you out there who work so hard, either in your own work to get through your own struggles or the therapists who support them, um, the doulas, the midwives, the nurse practitioners, the doctors, the psychiatrists, whoever you are out there helping and supporting perinatal women, you are so needed 
And you may never even know how you impact a mom, but, but just know that you are and that your work is important and it's valued. So thank you everyone for listening. To check out all of our episodes, go to momandmind.com, join us on Facebook or in our Facebook group, Mom and Mind Connection. We're also on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks so much for being with us. Until next time. Thank you for joining us today. Our hope is that you leave here feeling heard, understood, and hopeful. Please share this podcast. Together, we can support moms and families so that no one has to deal with this alone. Come and connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Mom and Mind. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it but I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.